2: hello everybody welcome to film festival radio show for this week i'm janice malone your host here and we've kind of sort of gotten to know each other pretty well by now we've been doing this show for a long time well anyway um how are you is everybody okay everybody's having a good week okay okay my week could be better it really could be a lot better but it's I'm still here. That's what matters. Hey, I'm here. I'm healthy. I'm still jogging. And hopefully you are staying healthy as well. And that is the main thing. Just you and your loved ones stay healthy. Try to, you know, have a positive peace of mind as best as we can under the circumstances. But, okay, let's get right to what we do have some control over. And that is our guest. Uh, Before we get to our guest, coming up on Super Bowl, uh, did your team make it? No? Yes? Do you know I have some friends who are fans of both teams? Yes, isn't that interesting? And so I don't know how they're going to work that out. But they have uh, the jerseys and hats and such of both the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. And so uh, yeah, yeah, that is no fan dedication. right? They have no loyalty <laughs> to either side. They like them both. But anyway, um None of my teams made it, which is as expected as always. Seattle did not make it. I was really, really uh, cheering for Buffalo. Buffalo did real well this season. But we're not here to talk about sports. We're here to talk about film and celebrities and such. Okay. Um, my guest for this edition of Film Festival Radio, we are all who is not familiar with video games. Uh, if you are a gamer, especially in the world of uh, new virtual reality, those games, I'm not really big. I'm not good at gaming. I'm just not. But for those of you out there who are, this guest is for you. His name is Jerome Sidwell. I hope I'm pronouncing it properly. I'll ask him when he comes on to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. And he is a very, very, very talented uh, young man. I'll I'll tell you more about his expertise here in a second. Uh the, there is a new virtual reality game that's called D V G Conquering Giants. And it's based on the classic biblical tale of David versus Goliath. And bear in Lies the name DVG, and as we know, uh, the majority of the uh, most popular and the best-selling uh, virtual game content out here, they they're kind of rated mature because of the violence that they often have. But even though they're they're great bestsellers, well, in this case, uh, DVG conquering giants, totally different. It's a very wholesome, interactive game. Uh, The content is safe and is fun for kids as well as the big kids, the adults. And it's also good for people who are novice gamers that would be such as me. I'm very novice. How about totally novice? And, uh, again, this, this, um, the storyline is the, Classic, You know, our Sunday school classic, David versus Goliath. And what this game does, it, it, it really kind of puts the players in the shoes of, you know, the, old, the young King David when he was a shepherd boy. And, you know, he's looking after his his little sheep, his flock of sheep, and trying to guard them against predators like the wolves and bears and snakes and lions and stuff. But then there's this guy named, uh, giant guy named Goliath, and here he comes. And so just in, you know, true biblical narrative, you know, David is minding his own business, being a nice guy, and Goliath is the bully, Um As the story goes, David only has his little uh, slingshot, but he has the power of God behind it. And that's pretty much all you need. And therein lies the story. We know the the ending, but the very talented people at Virtuous Gaming, the company that um, created this new uh, virtual game, they have put this together so that the story, we've heard it the classic David and Goliath story for centuries, but it never gets old. And so uh, with this new um, video game here, they have brought it to life for the 21st century. And our guest, Jerome Sidwell, is our guest, as I said. I hope I am pronouncing his name correctly. I'm going to feel so terrible if I'm not. He is uh, our guest, and we're waiting for him to get on board here. And I'll tell you what his role is with this uh, new project. He is a visual, a Hollywood, I should say, a Hollywood visual effects artist. Yeah, I mean, he has worked on some blockbuster films, such as The Avengers, Avatar, The Hobbit, The Adventures of 1010, Man of Steel, Transformers. Yes, yes, he is fantastic. I cannot wait to talk to him. And just, I mean, what a cool job. How did he get into this really fascinating work? I'll be asking him about all of that, all of that. And most of all, his work on this new project, this new uh, DVG, Conquering Giants, again, is the name of the new virtual game. It is out now. And I've been given the signal that Uh, Jerome is already online on our other line. So let's switch over and uh, begin my chat with him. So if you're a gamer, stay tuned to listen to how it was all put together. So we'll be right here. So give us 10 seconds and we'll be back on with our guest. Okay, thank you so much, Jerome, for uh, giving us so much insight into the making. I love these these behind-the-scenes stories. Uh, So the making of DVG Conquering Giants. And as we were saying, this is a very good virtual reality game um, based on a classic bully. Yeah, Goliath was a bully. But he got his in the end. But it's a story we never get tired of hearing. And uh, now it has come to life in the 21st century thanks to the people, you know, the very talented people such as Jerome and uh, all of the people behind the making of DVG Conquering Giants. So make sure you go out and grab like a copy or two of it for your grandkids, your children, or maybe for you. If you are uh, so inclined, and I just really enjoy, I just couldn't stop asking him so many questions, as we can see, because uh, just fascinated by that kind of work, visual effects artist, Um, something to think about if you have that type of talent or interest, um, uh, hopefully this interview will inspire you to pursue it and inquire into more research about how do you become uh, a visual effects artist the way that he is. And he's had some amazing success in it and even more to come. So again, the DVD, the virtual reality game is, I shouldn't say DVD, the virtual reality game is called DVG Conquering Giants. And I just think that it is, uh, I've seen other people uh, play it and they're, who are very good. Uh, I am not I'm very much a novice, but you don't have to be an expert from the people that I know who are gamers and they have uh, enjoyed it. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you don't have to be an expert. You can be, but you don't have to be and that's what it's all about so anyway jerome thank you again for being our guest and if you guys have any questions that you'd like for me to pass on to him uh, about his fascinating work as a hollywood visual effects artist send me an email info at filmfestivalradio.com i'll be more than happy to pass those emails on to him and he can if he has time answer you back directly Okay, we are out of time. Hate it. Yeah, we've talked enough. We're out of time for this edition of Film Festival Radio Show. Thank you guys for listening as always. Remember, you can catch us on Saturdays, 12 noon Pacific Time on XM Sirius Channel 470. And also, you can hear us locally in the Las Vegas area on KSHP 1400 talk radio, same time slot, 12 noon Pacific time, each Saturday. And then, of course, we're here. We're on our, you know, we're here. You can catch us anytime here as well. So, anyway, thank you guys for listening as always, and we'll see you on the next edition of Film Festival Radio Show. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone, I have my next guest on board with me here. He is a very talented Hollywood visual effects artist. His name is Jerem Sidwell. Jerem, so nice to have you chat with me. How is everything going today?
1: Oh, it's a great
2: Friday afternoon. I love it. Have a great one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So do I. So do I. So you have you have worked on some of the biggest films. Uh, with your special effects visual, as a visual artist, The Avengers, Avatar, The Hobbit, The Adventures of Tintin, Man of Steel, Transformers. The list is just growing. (laughs) Gosh. And now, uh, you are also uh, did the visual effects on DVG Conquering Giants, which is a new virtual reality game based on the the timeless tale of the biblical story of David and Goliath. So I'm so glad finally someone came up with the idea to do this uh, type of a project. And it's for for video games for a change. So tell me, how did you get involved with this project originally?
1: Well, it, it all started uh, when I, I met um, Bill Isler, who is the founder of Virtuous VR Gaming. And uh, we had built out some simulations for, you know, Walmart, Kellogg, McDonald's, the virtual reality. And on the side, we had kind of been toying with this idea of, you know, bringing history to life. And so we built out um, ancient Jerusalem from 2,000 years ago. Now, it's not the Jerusalem that's there today. This is the Jerusalem that's underground and people are excavating and whatnot, right? So we teamed up with archaeologists, professors, tour guides to recreate this uh, city exactly as it was and allowed you to explore it in virtual reality. Well, Bill came down and we got together and he said, I really like what you're doing. This is amazing. What would you want to do next? I said, I would love to bring to life the story of David and Goliath because it's such a classic underdog story and it's got some powerful themes in there. And I think it would just be a lot of fun to try to tackle uh, a giant, inside of virtual reality as
2: a game i totally agree with you on that one jerome because it it, and you know what that story is especially good for today's culture especially for people of children mind you uh who are being bullied
0: it's it's Mm.
2: yeah because it's you know of course goliath was you know the ultimate biblical bully and look what happened to him. Of
0: course,
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you you bring up a really good point, and and one of the things that we really wanted to do across in the game is that you know it it it's tough. It's it's a it's a slog. It's a fight. You know, yeah. But With a little bit of perseverance, with a little bit of you know, uh, with a little bit of fight, with a little bit of faith,
0: yeah. even
1: uh, you you can conquer those giants, and and in the end you'll win. Yeah. Even if the odds and and the, you know, uh, seems stacked up against you, you, you
2: can do it. That's exactly correct, exactly. So I take it, obviously, uh, D- David and Goliath must have been a, a favorite uh, story for you growing up as a boy, is that correct? Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I I just, I, I thought it was really interesting, you know, the, the David, there's like I think it's like one verse or like a sentence, right, in the Bible it says, you know, you know I, I slew a lion and I slew a bear, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and Goliath, I'm going to slay you too, you know? And, and I was like, wait, wait. I want to hear about those stories. How did you slay that lion, or, or what happened to the bear, you know? And we decided, hey, it, in D let's, let's go ahead and build that story out a little bit. So in the levels, you start off guarding your sheep from wolves, and then a the sheep gets lost. you got to go into the lion's den and save your sheep from the lion. And then as you're taking a shortcut through the forest to get to the battlefield to take supplies to your brothers, you come across a bear. So we we got to expand on that story a little bit more from the Bible.
2: That, you know, something I had never thought about those stories because that is a part of the story that he slew a, a lion and a bear and all of that. You never think about well, how, how did, what happened with those stories. So you guys brought that part to life as well. Yeah, well,
1: and Yeah, exactly. And, and it kind of goes along with the theme, too, where, you know, in, in life, um, and this is, hopefully this is what the players of, of the game experience, is that, you know, we don't start off with the biggest giant first. There's, there's little victories that we have in life. Mm-hmm. And as we progress and grow, uh, we can take on more and conquer more.
2: So true. That's so true. If we can get over those first little speed bumps and then we can, j- giant, you know, jump that giant wall later. Oh, goodness. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh I was looking at my notes and um as, you know, the biblical account talks about, you know, David had a sling a shot and uh you guys call it the VVR sling. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, so, so David conquered Goliath, right? You pick up those stones from the riverbed and, and
0: use the sling,
1: which is actually a really powerful ancient weapon. It was kind of the precursor to like the bow and arrow or to archery, right? Where it was the long distance weapon. Um, but we wanted to make sure that everybody could have fun. And, and if you didn't want to, uh, you know, take the time to learn this sling, you could also do a slingshot, which is a simple, you know, in VR, you just pull one hand back and, and let it fly. And it, Kind of creates two different uh, game modes: an easy and a difficult.
2: Ah, okay, okay. So, all right. How can people um, get hold of this this video game? Is it in Amazon or stores, or how do they get it?
1: Well, DVG is a virtual reality game, so it is on uh, virtual reality platforms. Okay. So, right now, it's published to Steam VR. So if you have an Oculus-compatible headset or a Valve Index or an HTC Vive, you can uh, get the game right now on Steam. And we're in the process of porting that over to Oculus, uh, and uh, including Oculus Quest, which is the, the brand-new headset that's standalone, as well as the PlayStation VR platform as well.
2: Oh, great. Okay. So all of the people who are, are gamers, heavy-duty gamers, they know all about these places to define. I know. But-
1: They do. And and if you you get confused at all, you can go to dbgthegame.com and and we kind of walk through those different platforms and give you a little bit more uh, info about the game, show you some of the concept art, uh, and and you can reach out there and ask questions or or team up for, for anything that you
2: want to team up on. Now, I understand that uh, in addition to the video game, the company Virtuous Gaming has also created a special FAQ page. Now, what kind of information is available on the FAQ page?
1: Yeah, on the FAQ page, we've got um, some other great uh, VR uh, games for families. So, DVG is is rated E10 plus for everyone because we want it wants to be a wholesome, family-friendly game that that really kind of brings the family together challenges you and, and where everybody can have fun the post to be confident that you know they can they can go and they're not gonna they're, their children or themselves won't experience any you know gore or violence uh, that that's prevalent in a lot of other video games right oh yeah um, and yeah and, and uh, some of the some of the other FAQs are just general facts about the David and Goliath story um, some facts about VR and uh, it's just a great place to for you know general uh, ideas of uh what the game is and, and how you can interact with it get it and and what to expect
2: great that is so good to know very good to know well, I know uh as we all know plenty of adults also play video games. So I know the David and Goliath story is usually for teens and kids and preteens, but have you found some big grown-up kids that are liking this video game?
0: Well,
1: about one hour ago, uh, I, was, I was with a uh, dog, uh, Steve. He's uh, you got a 10-year-old kid, and he was in there fighting Goliath, <laughs> yelping, screaming, running around. <laughs> trying to dodge spears and and charges from Goliath, swipes from a sword, and he was he took their headset off developed of, about of fifteen twenty minutes of, of you know turning out the level. and was like this is awesome, <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that's the the magic of VR is that it, it's it's not for gamers. VR is actually kind of a, a step between if you if you're a casual gamer or just kind of want to be entertained it's a it's a great thing to get a headset and just play it because it's way more intuitive than a console game or a PC game um, and and gives you that one-to-one ratio of your hands are the controllers and you look around and the, you know the the screen is, is tied to your head so it's a very immersive experience, very intuitive, and very fun. So if you haven't tried VR yet, I recommend getting one of those Quest headsets, a few hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and you're you're into the gaming world of of uh, VR and especially
2: Oh All right, well that means I I'd be, I'd better go get me a headset so I can
1: experience <laughs> VR. That's, that's right.
2: <laughs> last time I tried to experience uh, VR, it was at uh, last year's uh, Consumer Electronics Show, and it was way over my head. <laughs> it was just messed up. What, what did you try? Man, I don't even try, remember. Do remember? I, I, I don't remember what it was. It was just a huge display, and they, you know, by me being with the media, they were like, come on, try this, try this. And when they took that thing off my head, I, it was like I had just finished riding a roller coaster or something. <laughs> God. Yeah. So,
1: well, I- it, and isn't it, that that to me is what's so fun about VR is that it really is immersive and it puts you in a different world. It does. And so, one of the things that we really wanted to to stress here, and and I kind of learned this on on these films like Avatar and listening to James Cameron and Steven Spielberg, is really put you as a character and make you feel like you're there as a character. And so, that jump into VR where you are David, the shepherd boy, defending the flock from wolves and and lions. It's so real and it's so fun because you really feel like you're there and it's your job to protect those cute little sheep.
2: Oh, that's so cute already. It's so cute already. <laughs> it is. The little sheep. Sheep, I should say no ass on sheep. But I'm just um, you know, you brought up Avatar, you know, one of the many projects as I said earlier that you've worked on. So What's your next big blockbuster script that you're going to be working on in Hollywood?
1: Um, that's a great question. I've been so busy with uh, with DC and with VR the last uh, year and a half that uh, I haven't worked on a ton of films. There are uh, a couple indie films that I'm helping out with, some you know, aliens.
0: Um, ah, okay.
1: Uh, you know, coming in and invading through magic portals. Uh. And um, honestly, my hope is that uh, I can partner up with uh, Virtuous VR Gaming again and we tackle another VR game and, and bring another character to life.
2: Okay. Well, we'll have to stay tuned for that. Uh, someone wanted me to ask you, uh, your work on Avatar, what came first? Do, did you get the script first or, or what are the, the first two, three steps of when you tackle big, you know, projects like *The Avenger*, *The Avatar*, how, what happens? What's the chain of command with that kind of a deal?
1: So, in general, every movie starts with a script, right? Mm-hmm. With good writing and a good story. And um, once you have that locked down and in place, then you can start to decide uh, the visual aspects of that story, whether that's storyboards or animatics or test shoots. Um and what's interesting about uh, Avatar is that James Cameron actually went through and he uh, pre-vised the whole thing, which is pre-visualization. So he took kind of uh rudimentary models uh he, he did a lot of this pre-visualization through motion capture, so he had the actors actually on set acting out um, aspects of the film and those gray suits with the balls. Mm-hmm on it and, and all the cameras surrounded around it. so it, it's tracking and triangulating different parts of the actor's body and converting that into uh you know a tall blue alien in this case um and so uh after after you've got that story locked down you got the visuals down then you start to make it look pretty and, and that's what the team at weather digital did was uh you know there's we had about 1200 people on that um, cranking wow. away rendering and, and animating to make that look amazing
2: that's a lot of people, like, and that's not. Now that's just the visual art work and all that. That's just that group of people, right? That doesn't count the rest of the crew, does it?
0: No,
1: that, that's that's just the, the visual effects artist and and uh, production teams and crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not even counting the you know the hundreds and hundreds of people that are on set <laughs> every day getting, getting the footage right and and uh, making the story come to life there.
2: So once you get your part, the, looking at the storyboards and all of that, do you have to go on, on set for these big films like that, or, or is it needed for you to be on set? Uh,
1: yeah, usually there'll be some representation when, it, when it, uh, a representation from visual effects. So that would be either like a visual effects supervisor and a visual effects producer along with um, some camera crew so that the visual effects team's capturing the, the lens data from the Camera getting tracking markers there so we can recreate environments, the the virtual environments, the 3D environments, um, and so there will be a visual effects team that that's always um, on set and present, capturing all that data and working with the director uh, to make sure that um, it's being shot the way that most conducive to um, you know getting the visual effects to look the, the best.
2: Now, are you one of those people who? Pre, helps to create these these wild and scary looking monster looking creatures is that a part of your your team or what cuz I, I was like how do they come up with these these creatures they just look so real and scary is that you or somebody else well there, there, you know it's
1: it's it's a it's a handful of people all the time you know um and and what it usually starts with with uh well let me if i may i'll share a story from uh transformers so uh when we were working on transformers near the end of the movie um, mountain dew was like hey let's get a mountain dew robot let what if a mountain dew uh vending machine turned into um, a decepticon and you know started to you know bully some people you know um And and so we're like, okay, let's do that. So what should that look like? So the first thing we do is take, you know, pencil and paper or, or, you know, digital Mm -hmm. uh, pencil and start to draw sketches of what that character could look like. Uh, And, you know, after a handful of sketches, uh, Michael Bay approved what the look of the uh, Mountain Dewbop would be. And and from there, once that's approved, and we have a visual reference to go off of then we'll take that into a program like Maya, um, and start to 3D model that, uh, and and then animate that to come to life. And and some of the fun of that is taking a 2D drawing and, and uh, converting that into 3D because it's always a little bit different. There's some things that you get to you know guess and interpolate from from the 2D drawing, and then you know shooting. Uh, Mountain Dew cans out of the out of his arms was uh, kind of a fun addition that, that got thrown in there as well.
2: Oh goodness! I'll tell you, I will never again drink a Mountain Dew the way I used to. Now, now I know. This.
1: <laughs> well, just be careful if there's a Decepticon symbol on the vending machine. Maybe choose a different different soda.
2: May have to go with Pepsi. <laughs> As much as I love Mountain Dew, uh, newfound respect for how I drink a Mountain Dew from this point on. Gosh, well, how, uh, my last question about about how long does it take you guys to you know from the time you get the script and to finish on your part? How how many weeks or months does that take on the average?
1: You know so. So for for the film, it all depends on, uh, you know, the length of the film and, you know, pretty much how much time there is, right? Walt Disney famously said, everyone needs deadlines and creativity is driven by constraints. So um, uh, I think with with, uh, artists and, and, you know, with these game production and and film production, uh, you take as long as you have. (laughs) (laughs) And... And so you uh, just try to to map that out and get done. So with DDP, what we did is we started about last uh, November, November of last, well, sorry, now it's 2021, so uh, um, November of 2019, and started with a little script, and then we started with some concept art. And the concept art, we wanted to kind of lay out what each mood or, or feeling that the level would emote, so... In the pasture of, of David versus Goliath, it's, it's a blue sky. It's very happy. There's a couple of fluffy clouds. The greens are bright. There's blossoming flowers. And then in these dark patches of grass, there are wolves that start to creep out. Oh, yeah. And um, so you, you take the theme, you take the feeling, you take the color, the shape, uh, the animation style, all blended together create a mood. Um, to put the player into an immersive world and to make them feel either happy or sad or threatened. And, and that's, that's uh, uh, what we did in each of those levels in Goliath. The shapes are a little harsher, the color is a little bit more red to feel more threatening, and so on and so on.
2: Wow. So, DVG's Conquering Giants is not just a VR game, it's a whole mood yeah,
0: well, that's right.
2: I'm I'm telling you, I'm going to get me a copy, and I'm going to go and borrow somebody's headgear who already has the stuff set up, so I can experience it on my own. I need to do this. Yeah, I need to do this. Please do. I'd
1: love to hear what you think. I I want to I want to want to see a, a victorious picture after you have played the giant Goliath <laughs>
2: with <What> a Mountain <laughs> Dew in my hand. <laughs> Well, definitely so. Well, anyway, Jerome, thank you so much. You know, I love talking to people who are behind the – I call them behind-the-scenes heroes uh, of these major films. Uh, And once I get hold of one of you you guys, I love to just, just ask you all the questions that people ask me to ask you guys. So, uh, yeah, we got millions yeah. of, millions of fans, of course, of the Transformers, Avengers, and all this. So you actually worked on all of these wonderful films. And so we've got somebody, a real-life person who worked on this, and you've got all those backstories. And so we give us a glimpse of what you do, and it's so fascinating. So thank you for chatting with me.
1: Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. I had a blast.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, again. Uh, It's DVG Conquering Giants. And give them the exact website one more time where they can get more details.
1: Yeah, check out dvgthegame.com. That's, you know, David versus Goliath is is DVG, so DVG
2: thegame.com.com. Dot com. Okay. And they know what to do from there. So, again, thank you so much. And you know you can come back here and chat it up with me on your next project. I can ask you another million and three questions as well.
1: Awesome. I, I would love to do that. I have a ton of fun. Thank you.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you maybe later in the year when your next project is released or almost released.
1: All right. Down Sounds
2: good.
0: Have a great
1: weekend then. Okay, same to you then. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.